We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we have Week 14's matchup against the Green Bay Packers. We're going to break down the roster of the Green Bay Packers, and we're going to also give our score predictions and bold predictions, all in episode 153 of the Pride Podcast. Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 153 on the Blue Wire Network. Today's episode is going to be sponsored by BetOnline and Indeed.com. I am your host Tyler, joined by my two guys as always, Malcolm and Pierre. How you boys doing on this nice Thursday night? Woo! Okay, a little delayed. Uh, you know, I had to do a little unmuting of the mic. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> All good. What's going on, man? Doing well, man. How you doing? I'm living the life, man. What's up, Tyler? Here, how you doing, man? I'm good, bro. Just you know, been a long day, kind of tired, but we got to record this podcast. So let's go. Let's go. Wow, this is I think the first time we didn't talk about the damn weather for the first time. <laughs> the start of the episode, the oh, weather today was kind of nice though. It's like you know I put down the window a little in the car mm-hmm. and I was cruising playing some country window music. Down. It was partly cloudy or Not something? all the way. Like, you know when you put it, like, halfway down, bumping some Florida Georgia line and just driving? Okay. That, you said country music, and you, then you said Florida Georgia line. There's a difference. Florida Georgia line is not country music. <laughs> yes, it is. There <laughs> I mean, was other country music, too, but that's the one I remember I was bumping, so. God damn. What, t- what time were you driving? I was, I was driving in the morning today, and it was freezing. I mean, I had um, I was like, around my car. I mean, it was bad. 3, 3.30-ish, something like that. 
forgot exactly what time, but it was yeah. like in the 40s, you know. I was wearing like a sweater, so I got kind of hot. Rolled down the window just a little bit, and you know, those 8:30, those 8:30 morning drives are brutal, in Michigan. Those suck. It's cold as hell, first of all, and yep. then there's the fucking sun beaming right in your eye when you're driving, so you can't see anything oh. when you're driving. So that sounds scary. That sounds I, scary. I hate those drives with a passion. And, Dude, I feel you on that. And I and Malcolm's living in Miami right now in a nice eighty degree weather and sunny. I mean, no, right now it's in the fifties. No, what yeah. right now at this time or during right, the day? No, during the day. During the day, it gets to like the sixties, and at night it's like in the fifties right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is this is our winter. This this is as low as it's gonna go. That's a little relaxing weather. You guys probably wear sweaters and jackets too, right? When he gets in the fifties. Yeah. <laughs> These guys wearing a jacket right now. Malcolm, Malcolm, I'm wearing yeah. a sweater. Malcolm's wearing a <laughs> heavier sweater. sweater than I am right now, and it, yeah, it's probably you know, like 20 degrees. Yo, I wear sweaters because of fashion, and it, this is our winter. This is it. Like this is as low as it's gonna go. So if we have nice sweaters, um, when it hits like sixties and fifty, that's when you have to bring them out in South Florida because this is as low as it's gonna go. Yeah, I mean, you you know the cold. You were born in New York too, so yeah. All right. Well, there's a little two minute weather talk. If you guys are interested in that, let's get into this Lions Packers game. And this game, I guess, is a lot more intriguing than it might have been sounded last week or two weeks ago or three weeks ago, whatever. And I'm not going to go and pull my analogy after a Lions win like I have after every win. And I said, well, we don't go to the cider mill anymore because it's very cold. But my analogy was we're not going to the cider mill anymore. We are locked in watching the Lions. I'm not necessarily going that far with with this week, but this game is a lot more intriguing than I think it was three weeks ago. The Lions, Packers, we got a, I guess, national TV game, 425. So there's that. They flex our game. Uh, I don't know, take it for what you want to take if that's a good or bad thing. But Lions, Packers, let's start off with the injury report and then we'll break down this very good Green Bay Packers offense versus very bad Detroit Lions defense. But we'll start off with the Detroit Lions report. Pierre, you want to go ahead and read off that? Yeah, so um, let me start with the no practices first, like on Wednesday and Thursday. Terrell Crosby with an ankle, didn't practice both days. Uh, Kenny Godley with a hip. Jeff Okuda with a groin, also didn't practice uh, both days. He has a groin. Now let's go with the limited. You got Austin Bryant with a thigh. Uh, Deshaun Hand with a groin. CJ Moore didn't practice on Wednesday, but practiced on Thursday. Matthew Stafford with a right thumb, DeAndre Swift with an illness, and then Carrion Johnson was limited on Wednesday and full practice on Thursday with a knee. So that is the Lions injury report. Lions are starting to get a little healthier, which is nice to see, but they're still missing some key pieces, obviously. And then they're a little shorthanded at tackle now with Vitae on IR and then Crosby out, probably out this week with an ankle. He hasn't practiced the past two days, so... All right, and we talk about this every week, or not every week. We talk about this every time we play the damn Green Bay Packers, and I'm going to mention it every single time <laughs> until it gets through their damn head. It's not I don't think they, I don't think they, I don't think they listen to us. But nope. if there's somebody, I mean somebody from the Packers PR, a Packers fan, could you guys recommend this something? I hate your guys' injury report with a passion. It's passion. an absolute passion, and I don't passion. hate. Hate things. I hate your injury report. It's trash. It's garbage. You guys garbage. go in alphabetical order. Nobody order. else in the NFL goes alphabetical order. This not go. even in alphabetical order, bro. 
Like, I'm looking at it right now. It's, like, out of order. It's, like, some random, and I don't even know how the hell it is. It's weird. No, it's alphabetic order by last name. Alexander Barnes, King, Lazard, Lewis, Patrick, Scott, Scott, Smith. No, oh, St. Brown, they did ask. Okay, yeah, you're right. It is alphabetical. Yeah. Last name. My bad. <laughs> they, have to, they have to do something. They have to make it make some type of sense. But That's dumb, though. No, it's very dumb. Like, why can't you just do, like, the lines and go, no participant, all the no participants, then the limited, and then the full. That's all I asked for. Yes. But, you know, since the Green Bay Packers PR team is going to be head asses, I'm going to be head ass reading the injury report because I'm not going to waste my time and go through the injury report and make it myself. So I'm going to be uh-huh. head ass like the Green Bay Packers PR okay. team. Okay. So we're going to go in alphabetical order. Sorry because the Packers PR team is trash, and this is the only time we'll ever do it is when we play yeah. the Packers. It happens only two times a year. So, bear, uh, you know, <laughs> you're about, you about, you about to confuse the hell out of this, these listeners right now. But go ahead, man. <laughs> They're like limited full, limited full, full yes. participant, limited. What the hell? <laughs> so, starting off with the package injury report, we're going to start off with Jahir Alexander because his last answer is an A, so we have to start off with him. He was a full participant the last couple of days. Chris Barnes, linebacker, calf injury, limited on Wednesday, full participant on Thursday. Corner Kevin Kings is dealing with the Achilles and a groin injury. He was limited the last couple of days. Alan Lazard joint, uh, dealing with the core injury. He was on IR for, I believe, eight weeks. He's been limited a couple, a couple, last couple days. He was out for significant time, and he just returned. Mercedes Lewis, veteran tight end, dealing with a knee injury. He was a limited participant on Wednesday and did not participate on Thursday. I'm curious if maybe that is a veteran day off because he's older. So That's what probably I heard, yeah. It's probably yeah. best, yeah. Okay, guard Lucas Patrick dealing with a toe injury. He was limited on Wednesday and limited on Thursday. Punter J.K. Scott, limited the last couple of days. Uh, safety Vernon Scott. Oh, he's actually dealing with the same injury. But he was limited the last couple of days. Wide receiver Equines St. Brown is dealing with a knee and a concussion. He did not participate on Wednesday, but was limited on Thursday. Guard Simon Stern, pa- Stern Panic. I'm sorry if I, I probably mispronounced uh, that. But Stepniak, I think. Okay, he's dealing with the knee injury. He was limited the last couple of days. Jay Sternberger, tight end, concussion, did not practice in the last couple of days. Wide receiver Malik Taylor, hamstring. He wasn't listed on Wednesday, but he was limited on Thursday. And then former Detroit Lions tackle uh, Rick Wagner is going with a knee injury, limited Wednesday and Thursday. So Who's actually played well for them. Yeah, so no one really significant on that Packers injury report. And they're pretty healthy. Yeah. Yep. And they got A.J. Dillon coming back from COVID list, which, which he was out for like four to five weeks. So he had COVID pretty bad. So he's back. I'm happy he's back. Like I always, I like the kid. So. Yeah, me too. That is the official injury report sponsored by Indeed.com. All right. Um, All right. Yeah, you guys going to get into uh, the number yeah. one scoring offense in the NFL? Yep. Kind of. Let's go, <laughs> man. I'm ready to hear it. All right. All right. Uh, running back Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this guy... It has to be an MVP conversation, right? He's an elite quarterback. Uh, he's he's mobile also. He's still mobile for his age. Uh, 36 TDs and four picks. The guy is just a playmaker. Uh, running back Aaron Jones also having a really good year. He's averaging 5.2 yards a carry. And then his backup, Jamal Williams, is also averaging 4.2 yards per carry. So they're a good one-two punch. And then with Dylan back, they'll be a good one-two-three punch. So pretty good up there and then their wide receiver obviously Devontae Adams one of the best receivers in the league probably the best route runner he's elite and then Alan Lazard he's back for them he's also solid and then um obviously uh Marcus failed at scaling one day he'll go off one day he'll have like three drops he's inconsistent but he's a speedy guy you have to watch out for him their whole line 
David Bakatari just I think got is the highest paid left tackle right now in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken. Um three penalties, zero sack. Um really good in both categories. He's elite. Guard Lucas Patrick, he's a decent guard. Uh he has two penalties now to sack. Elton Jenkins. So he was their guard, then he was their right tackle. Now they put him at center with Lindsley on IR, so he's their starting center. He's actually been pretty good. He's he's good in pass pro and decent as a run blocker. He has five penalties and a sack. Uh, right guard Billy Turner. Um, he's solid in pass pro, average as a run blocker, two sacks and two penalties. And then right tackle Wick Wagner. He's surprisingly playing a lot better this year. He has zero penalties, just giving up one sack and 12 pressures. And he's also improved as a run blocker. So it's nice to see Rick Wagner improve. I wish it was with us, but there's that. Uh, Robert Tunyon, former Detroit Lion, if you remember him. Really good receiver. Not really a blocker, though. He has eight touchdowns. They love to go to him in the red zone. And then Mercedes Lewis is more like a blocker. But he does have uh, 92 yards for three touchdowns. So he's also a target in the red zone for them. And then Jay Sturmiger, obviously, he's currently injured. So that is the high-powered offense. Um, yeah. yeah, straight up. I don't think this Lions defense could keep up with this Green Bay Packers offense. Just keep it nice, simple, and short. Uh, Too many mismatches everywhere, man. Yeah. Where's a favorable matchup for the Lions in this? You don't really have one. Um, They they haven't stopped the run this year. Uh, You don't stop the run. Obviously, everything else opens up. Uh, Devontae, they've struggled with, like, really good receivers this year. I mean. And this is the best receiver you arguably have seen this year. Yeah, they saw him earlier in the year. Yeah, they're seeing him again. Yeah, so. that game too. Yeah, and then obviously Lazard, um, he's a good number two. He's he's good. The, there's then, like, there's not one favorable matchup for the Lions in this. Tanyan, Tanyan is pretty good. And their O line is really good too. Like they're loaded. That's why they're the number one scoring offense. And if let me see, my fifth in passing, ninth in rushing. So and like number one scoring offense. So um, remember what Aaron Jones did to us week two. Yeah, so if if you're the Lions, I mean, what what you want to do, your best defense is probably keep uh, controlling the clock, or at least trying to control the clock. Get Swift and carry on an AP, run them, and then see what happens. If not, you're going to go into a shootout. You don't want to go into a shootout with this team. I mean, we'll get into that when we talk about the offense, but on defense, I mean, what are you doing here? Do you try to bracket Devontae Adams, or, I mean, what are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, that's... First, I try to stop the run, to be honest. Um, you don't stop Aaron Jones? I have in my notes here. You don't stop Aaron Jones, it's going to be a really long day for the defense. Like, yeah. what, are, what are we doing here? Like, what's the game plan? You're Court Rodland. What are you telling your guys? What are we doing here? We're going to uh, stop the run. You're telling We're going to stop, stop the run. run. And will they? Probably not. But that's the game plan. That's the plan. Yeah, yeah, stop yeah, the run. You, you, you have to. You can't let... You can't say, all right, we're going to defend the pass and let's let Aaron Jones cook you for 200 yards again. Yeah, wait, did I say again? No, because that was, that was Delvin Cook. And um, But he Alvin, damn near, de- yeah, he damn near did just just as bad. Like, he, he, us, he got three touchdowns. He destroyed us. Yeah, he had three <laughs> touchdowns. He, he, I mean, we can't let him go out there and destroy us again. So they got to put get him under control first. Because yeah, if you don't, man. if you let him go, play action is going to be there, and then everything just goes bad. Yeah, Tunyon is good too, man. People like people might be like, who? Who the hell is yeah, Robert Tunyon? Yeah, where the hell did he come from, man? He's good. They've developed him down there. He's developed well. Um, maybe Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers also makes players better. So, hundred percent. Yeah, Tunyon is. I mean, I'm impressed with him. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, Rod, Rod, Rodgers such a good quarterback. He'll make anybody look good. Honestly, you could put anyone on the football field with Aaron Rodgers. 
he's going to look so good with him because he's just a, such a phenomenal quarterback. And I was telling you guys this, and we didn't bring this up on the podcast, but I even tweeted about it. It was Torrey Smith, former Ravens receiver. He went out and said, Tom Brady is the GOAT, but Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback in the NFL. And I, I 100% agree with that. I think Aaron Rodgers does so many things at a high level, and I think at the best level. I mean, the only thing – I think the guy you can make an argument for, and that's Patrick Mahomes. But other than that, Aaron Rodgers, he can, he can move in the pocket when needed. He's accurate as hell. I mean, what else could you ask from this quarterback? I mean, yeah. And I think Aaron, he only has 88 picks like, in his career, which is amazing. Like, he yeah. is the most talented quarterback I think I've ever mm. seen, maybe outside of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I was going to say, if you asked me this question maybe like two years ago. Yeah. It would have been 100%. Well, so, no, no, yeah, Patty's making this close now, but, 100%. Uh, uh, when we're asking about who's the most talented. I think. I mean, I think it's Patty. I do. This is 100% Patrick Mahomes, man. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is like a magician back there. No, no, no I, I actually 100% agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as throwing the football and escaping and making things work, and he, he right now is the most talented quarterback right and now. And I Patrick think he'll Mahomes. end up being a more talented quarterback when all careers are all done. But I'm talking like, I guess... You know, just because I guess more experience. Rogers has more. Yeah, experience. So yeah. That's why I'm, yeah. I'm saying Rogers that. is Rogers is up there. Yeah. So I mean, this guy's tough to contain, and then now you gave him a, an elite running back like Aaron Jones to contain with him. I mean, it, it just explains why they have such a great offense. I mean, you have the one of the most talented quarterbacks in NFL history. You have an elite running back with him. You have arguably the best route runner in the NFL right now. You have a really good O line too. And, I mean, you don't even need to be a good O-line when you have all these weapons. <laughs> you don't need it. I mean, I mean I think yeah, it helps. It obviously definitely helps. But Rodgers is going to make any O-line look good. He's just that good of a talent. Yeah, I'm looking. They don't really have a weakness on offense. I mean, like, I know, like, we've said this before. Like, maybe Rick Wagner, but he's playing well this year. Just maybe load up on that right side a little and the center a little. I mean, and the lines no, man. He'll just roll left and just kill you. And the Lions have definitely the <laughs> worst tackles and not taken any advantage. The Lions don't take advantage of anything, so who am I kidding? Yeah. But, so. but then again, like this Did is a division this? game, and division games are always kind of like unpredictable sometimes. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, but I've seen. I crazy, just we've seen crazier things happen, bro. It's this is like, tough, bro. I mean, I'm it, on paper, on game. paper, on paper, we're looking at this, and it looks bad. This looks like yeah. a massacre on paper. This looks like a massacre on paper. Yeah. But. I'm still in winning C mode because crazier things happen. But on paper, it's like fuck. What do we do against this matchup? If I was, you know, if I was the DC, I'll definitely, definitely try to get a double team on on yeah, Adams. Yeah, yeah, definitely try to get a double team on him. But then I'll try to rely on everybody else to stop the run and then man their guy. So you try to bracket Devontae? I will definitely bracket. He will have two people on him the whole game. But you know, they, the Lions don't do that though. They mostly know, play the one. They did, they did it once. They did it once. Not this year. Last year when they played the Chiefs. That was without Tyreek Hill, though. Um, Tyreek missed the game. They did it on Travis Kelsey. And Slay was out too, right? Slay was out that game, yeah. It was Mike Ford. But you look at it this way. I mean, who's our corners right now? And Amani, Amani, uh, Amani, uh, and Jared Roberts. Jared Roberts and J. Cole. Is your backup. And Mike Ford is your backup. Jared mm-hmm. Roberts is like your starter right now, right? Yeah. yeah. Roberts. You gonna leave him with Devontae Adams on that side? No, no, hell no. I exactly. have Amani so, shadow him, but then like again, like will they? No, but then, but then at that point, now you do that. Now you're telling them that you're gonna go on man coverage. Yeah. 
So I mean, I don't know. I don't know how they. I mean, yeah, shadow. But I'll have a guy right on top of him the whole game. Well, yeah, bracket. You could shadow bracket. Like you. Could, what I'm saying, even if it's like in zone, just have your best corner always be on his side, kind of. Yeah. Just you have to bracket him and let everybody else let let the Lazard go for go for two hundred and beat you. Shit. Yeah. Then you just got to tip your hat and just say, it's fuck tough. Then Aaron it Jones, like, how do you stop Aaron Jones? You, you, don't, you, well, don't, have, you don't have your nose it, tackle out there. You don't have Jay Flowers out there. You're probably, like, two guys who are, like, mainly using your run defense, right? Flowers is our best run defender. You're going to have to load the box with no help on top and, and with call that, it a day. And you can't blitz on Aaron Rodgers either. No, you can't. You got you to rush, rush forward and get him. Yeah. I mean... It's like how we usually do it. We usually just rush forward and we get to him, you you get to him. Yeah, I'm just saying it's not like a, a Jacksonville Jaguar situation where you could just blitz Gardner Minshew all game. You can't do that with Aaron Rodgers because he'll pick you apart. <laughs> Definitely. So, I don't know, man. Yeah, There's so not- the matchup on offense, their offense versus our defense looking like a no-go. This is not, not at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just nothing there to be like happy or like look forward to as a Lions fan. And like, I don't know, I'd be so impressed if they could hold this offense to under 28 points, honestly. 28 points? If they could hold them under, I'd be very impressed. I mean, anything's possible. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's not. But uh, yeah, not, not, a, not a good matchup here. But this you, guys not a good com- matchup. you guys want to take a quick commercial break and then talk about this Green Bay defense? Where's yeah, the Lions out? Yep. Twenty twenty has already reshaped how we work and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is crucial. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job sites according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there is no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resume on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best available offer anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Football is back in full swing. You might not be in a game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going an extra mile to make sure you get every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to teams, players, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonus today and start wagering on wins, divisions, and championship features all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all their great sign up bonuses. Don't forget, use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, guys, we are back. Now, here to talk about 
a little favorable, a more favorable matchup, I should say. It's and that's the Lions' offense versus Green Bay defense. Pierre, want to go ahead and break down this uh, Green Bay defense? Yeah, I'm gonna start with their D line. I'm gonna need more than four or five guys just because they rotate guys in and out, depending if it's a nickel, dime, or base package. So I'm gonna name a few players. Just bear with me here, all right? So at the edge, they got Zadarius Smith. Um, he has 40 pressures, 10 and a half sacks. He's decent against the run. Um, another edge they have is Preston Smith. Um, he's had a down year. He only has 21 pressures and three sacks versus last year he had 12 sacks. So, And then uh, they're giving Rashawn Gary some more snaps as well. He has four sacks, 28 pressures. Not really good at setting the edge, but he's an athletic dude. Then their D linemen, they rotate these guys again, like in and out. Uh, Dean Laurie, he has two sacks and 12 pressures. Uh, Kenny Clark, they missed him, obviously, when he was out. They had they had um, a lot of trouble stopping the run. When he came back, they've done a lot better. He's really good in run defense. And he also has 15 pressures and a sack from the injury, which is pretty solid. And then our boy, Kinsley Kiki, is that how you pronounce the last name? Yeah. He's actually playing well, man. I was so happy to see that. Um, four sacks, 18 pressures, and good in run defense as well. So nice to see him develop. Um it was a draft course. I'm not saying like nice for the pack. It's just nice to see that a guy I like develop. So you guys don't get mad at me. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they move those guys around depending on like if it's a run package or pass rush package or a dime package or a nickel package. So that, those are their edge guys and their defensive linemen. Um, their linebackers, uh, Christian Kirksey, he's just had a really bad year, really bad in coverage. 131.1 passer rating when targeted. A guy that's played well actually for them is Kamal Martin. He's good in coverage. Not really the best run defense. Uh, 94.8 passer rating when targeted. So uh, Martin is Martin's playing better than Kirksey this year, but Martin hasn't played a lot of snaps. Jair Alexander quietly becoming one of the best corners. I think he's underrated. People are not talking about him that much. He's allowing a 74.6 passer rating, which is really good for a corner. Kevin King, um, he's allowing a 97.6 passer rating, which is decent, I guess. And then Chandon Sullivan, their nickel guy, uh, he's been targeted 52 times, allowed 32 receptions, and he's allowing an 83.5 passer rating when he's targeted. Their safeties, they're both good in coverage. Darnell Savage, um, he's better in run defense than Adrian Amos. So, uh, and also Savage is better in coverage as well. So there's their, uh, their secondary, and then I have a couple notes here. Their defense is 11th against the pass and 14th against the run. I kind of went a little and did some homework on the games that Green Bay lost just to look at some stuff. So versus the Buccaneers, Rodgers was, Rodgers was awful, but they also held Aaron Jones to only 10 carries for 15 yards. I thought that was interesting. And then versus Minnesota, Minnesota just ran the ball all over them. They had 173 yards and three touchdowns. And same with the Colts. Um, they had 140 yards rushing, and also Phillip Rivers played well as well. He had 288 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. So those are the three losses, the Buccaneers, the Vikings, and the Colts. Yeah. So just once, yeah. I thought it was funny um, when you're talking about Sullivan because you guys were clowning the hell out of him week two. Oh, oh yeah. He's yeah, improved. He's improved. I'm happy for That's the guy. one that he's got improved. the pick six on us. Yeah, you got a pick six, too. Yep. Yeah, and he's improved. And that game you mentioned with Aaron Jones, he got hurt that game as well. So, versus Tampa. Versus Tampa? Okay. Yeah, he did get hurt. Versus, but he only had 10 for 15, so. Yeah. So but as make... a team, they, they ran the ball, like, okay against the Buccaneers. But That's, um, That's a good-ass run defense there. Yeah. Since they lost Vea, though, they've been pretty bad. But Yeah. So, 
I mean, you look here, there's more favorable matchups, obviously, and I thought you brought up a good point earlier, and that's Detroit needs to somehow win this time of possession for them to have any chance in this game. Right. It's going to be difficult, but it's more doable. Um, this run, gr- Green Bay Packers run defense isn't all that great, and it's never been all that great. Their linebackers just not great you know, tackling the run. Obviously, they have Kenny Clark, who's a beast, and we didn't play him week two, but we will play him this week, so... Yeah, they've improved. Like, they're 14th against the run right now. But I think, like, it's kind of, like, vulnerable still. Teams are still running the ball on them, so. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you could run on Green Bay. I mean, they've never, like, put emphasis in stopping the run. They don't. We said that last year. It's kind of weird. They never just do. do I mean, it's been for years, man. They just don't care about stopping the run. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's something they don't care about. Like Believe it or not, they try to sign Snacks Harrison off of the Seattle Seahawks practice squad. That's when Seattle uh, signed him to their active roster, so. Oh, there's that. So, yeah. yeah, I think he declined a Bucks offer too to play for the Bucks, but yep. he wants to play. He wants to play for boy Nino Kawandre in Seattle. So you know, respect yeah. it. But yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Pierre, man. I think you have to somehow try to run this ball and try to own the time of possession. And it looks like you're getting DeAndre Swift back this week, which is nice. So you know that definitely helps in that aspect, and maybe you have a better chance at running the ball. So. I think that's something you got to definitely try. Um, as far as testing their corners, I mean, it's not going to be, like, easy. I mean, they don't have bummy corners. Jahir Alexander, like you mentioned, is one of the best corners in the NFL right now. Yeah. Sullivan's impressed a lot. Kevin King's not a bad corner. And you don't have your full personnel wide receiver. You're missing your number one right now in Galladay. You got MJ. You got Sanu. You got Amendola. Agnew. Cephas. Yeah. Um, Hawkinson is – I mean, if you get – Swift. Swift is also big in the past game. Now, obviously, Hawkinson, he's um, he's improved a lot this year, too. Like, the past few weeks, he's done well. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm trying to run the ball, and I'm trying to own the time possession. This is a game I'm not abandoning the run unless it gets ugly, like very ugly. But yeah, it's a game you can't abandon the run because you need to kill some clock and just limit Green Bay holding that ball on offense because once they hold the ball on offense, it's generating at least three points. And that's being generous if you're only generating three points because this line's defense is trash and this Green Bay offense is electric. So you got to do what you got to do to hold on to this ball. You got to limit, you got to have zero turnovers. You got to play almost a perfect game on offense and you got to score a bunch if you want to compete with this Green Bay Packers team. And even that might not be enough because this team is that good. So it's going to be difficult. But Malcolm, what do you see? What's a matchup you really like for the Lions on offense? Man, I mean, you would think I would go, you know, we should pound this ball and control this time possession. But Same I'm actually thinking out. the opposite. Right? I'm thinking the opposite. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm looking <laughs> I'm looking at, hey, how about we do this? How about we go blow for blow and then just see if we could somehow get some type of a lead. And then if that happens, say we go up 7, say we go up 10 points, then I say that's when you could start controlling the clock. Controlling the ball, but if you go up, kind of, I think we gotta start fast. I think you can't rely on a running game and then kind of get three and out and then let Aaron Rodgers get back on the field. I think they should take their shots, go deep. Like, what year was that when we did the um the flea flicker last against this year. team? Last, oh, last year. year, last year, Hell Hell yeah. Yeah. I think week three, go, week four, like catch that. them off guard. Week you six. know, go deep. You know, week try six. to put up points early. Try to get put up points early, as many points as you can. Try to get a stop. You know, if you could get a 10-point lead, then you could start running the ball. Then you could start controlling the clock. 
and then you might have yourself a victory. Honestly, that's interesting, and you're not wrong. I mean, the Lions are a 5-7 and seven team playing a team who has, what, 9 wins, 10 wins already? Yeah. How many wins do the Packers have right now? Let's, have, ask, let's, let's ask Siri. Siri, how many wins do the Green Bay Packers have? They've only lost year? 3, so I think they're 9-3. So far, the Packers are in first place in the NFC North with a record of nine and three. There you guys go, nine and three. So, um, you're versus a nine and three team. You're five and seven. You have a six percent chance of making the playoffs. You know, Malcolm, screw it. You're right. You screw little, it, man. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Let's try to you. You convince me. Let's let's screw it. Let's 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 just try to compete. Let's try to compete. Yeah. Let's not be conservative. Let's let's air raid. Let's go air raid versus team. Just, just, just throw bombs, man. And I think I think Devils on the same same game plan. Yeah. He 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 had a he had like a faster pace. Let's just throw bombs on this team, man. See what happens. I mean, let's just see what happens. I don't know. I just don't think yeah. this is gonna end well. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I actually thought about that, Malcolm, and um, about like the air raid thing. Do you want to go in a shootout with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Hell no. Adams? This is what I wrote in my notes. Believe it or not, yeah, yeah, I said, yeah. uh, try to run the ball to keep Green Bay's offense off the field, but I think we'll have a shootout and lose. <laughs> That's only what I had. You guys I, saw that. I emailed to you guys. You guys probably saw that. I emailed no, you. Yo, dead serious? I didn't see that part. I, I promise you, you I didn't see that part. No, you I did not. I did but, have that in there. But I just I just like, I mean, if you do that, cause I think that game when we were playing against the Packers, I think we were up. We just ended up losing the lead. Yeah. That was the game. But I'm saying, if you, get up, if you, get up by, you get up by 10 points, then you can start controlling the clock. Then you can keep them off the field. And then you could maybe grind yourself to a victory. But what you have to do is just try to get Rodgers off of his game too, like first the boss. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard though. Like once how in a while, we do that? We don't have that personnel to give off his game. Yeah, I mean you just. And, if, and even if he's off his game, they're we'll like, hey, to. screw up. Hey, hey, screw up. We got Aaron Jones. We'll run. I mean, rush two. Rush two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, Rush everybody two. has a coverage. <laughs> I actually could see Loki. I could see rushing three in this game. You just mentioned that. I mean, you got Devontae you Adams. Want, I, you don't Joe. want Rodgers having time, oh, though, man. And Devontae Adams is too crisp of a route runner. It's it's not going to work. Yeah, that will not work at all. Yeah. Because at that point, you'll be able to double Devontae Adams. If you rush three, you could double Devontae Adams and probably put another. Dude, you know, it doesn't eat. matter. If you double team Aaron or double team Devontae Adams, get Rodgers. A million reads in the pocket, he'll get open. You don't have the personnel to do that. That just, that just screams a 60-yard bomb to Mar- um, MVS. Yeah, he's done that this year, too. <laughs> a couple times. Yeah, and, um, even, like, if their linebackers, like, one of their linebackers and their safeties are good in coverage, I'm taking Hawk over any of them. Um, I just am, and I'm taking Swift over any of them as well. So I think Hawk and Swift are a mismatch for any linebacker or safety. That's my opinion right now, like, especially against these guys. Um, so... You want to get them involved too. Um, Swift might be a little limited. Bev said last week, like if he played, he'd be limited, but he was doubtful he didn't play. So maybe this week, I don't know if he'll be limited or not, but I'm guessing he will be a little limited. We'll see. And then I also, Kevin King, I mean, he was injured and then he came back. So I'd go like Kevin King too. I mean, he's a number two, but he struggled a little before at times. Like last year, I think he struggled a little. So I'd go at him. And then even Chandon Sullivan, right? He's a young corner. Yeah, he's playing well, but. Still, I mean, you have Stafford, you have Amendola, who's a savvy route runner. Go at him as well. So, I'm going to bring up a matchup this year, the other Packers, and this is one of their losses. He said, you went back and looked at their losses, and I'm not comparing this guy at all to him, but I'm comparing the play styles to DeAndre Swift, and that's Elvin Kamara. Don't kill me. I'm not saying DeAndre Swift is Elvin Kamara, but I'm saying the play style is similar. 
Alvin Kamara diced up that Green Bay Packers defense week four on Sunday Night Football. Diced him up. Absolutely diced him up. Right. You have, a sim- you have a similar running back to him, similar play style. I'm not saying you have Kamara again, but you have a guy that plays similar to a guy like Alvin Kamara. So I agree with that. I like that DeAndre Swift matchup a lot. And even if he is limited or, like, if they think he should be limited, uh, I don't know. I screw it, man. This matchup is way too favorable. You have to use him. And when you have limited matchups, I think this is a matchup you have to take advantage of. And like you mentioned, TJ Hawkinson is a nice matchup as well for this uh, versus Green Bay Packers defense as well. I like those two when matchups. Tyler fine. says he lit him up. He had 13 receptions for 139 yards and two touchdowns. The Saints lost that game, but Alvin Kamara had a big game. So Lit him up. They scored over 30 points on them. That, it that, was 37 to 30. The Packers won. Yeah, the Packers let him up too. Yeah, so. I remember watching the film of that game. But yeah, Kamara, I mean, he was a mismatch nightmare for anybody on that Green Bay Packers defense. So you you better if you don't have DeAndre Swift in this game, I think it's absolute L. I don't see any scenario where you're even competitive in this game. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. I shoot, yeah, man. I, I mean, who who are you using at that point? Who's your mismatch? I mean, we mentioned T.J. Hawkinson's a nice matchup, but other than that, like Stafford, everyone else, you know, like just your yeah. quarterback. But it's so hard because you're without your number one receiver. You're That's without your number one back. It's tough. But at that point, Green Bay matches up pretty well with you. At that point their defense with your offense. If you don't have DeAndre Swift and no Galladay, which Galladay's look like he's going to be ruled out already, whatever. Yeah. If you're not having either one of those guys, I don't I don't know how you expect to even be competitive in this game. Honestly. I'm not going to lie to you. And then also, I mean, you have Matt Nelson playing against some of these defensive linemen and edge guys are pretty good. So that's another concern for me. I know, like, he played well last well. week. He's been playing but, well, yeah. I mean, it's still a concern. Like, you got your third tackle basically playing against some good pass rushers. Down I'm not. Weekend. I'm not going to even lie to you. I've liked Matt Nelson better this year than Vitae. I've liked Matt Nelson to limit his snaps in Vitae. <laughs> yeah, <I'm not laughs> yeah me too. In every but... aspect, like in the run blocking, he's been better. In pass pro, he's been a much better than Vitae. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I've I've liked Matt Nelson a lot better than Vitae. So Man. I'm honestly right now saying I'm more comfortable with starting Matt Nelson at right tackle than I would have been Big V. I mean, okay. Matt Nelson hasn't. He hasn't given up anything. No sacks. No nothing. And that was, was a good, good last week. In the that was a good front. Yeah, yeah, as I say, yeah, he's, he, yeah, that's a good front versus Chicago. Like when he stepped in in Jacksonville, you know, you can take that with a grain of salt. It's like, yeah, you play Jacksonville, and good for you. But you're playing a good front like Chicago. I mean, that's more comparable than what you're gonna. Be, that's more comparable what you're gonna be playing this week in Green Bay. So, I'm I'm not overly worried with that. But I just see what you're saying. You know, it's his first star in the NFL. And you're not versus some scrubs. You're versing guys like Zedarius and Preston. They're gonna they're gonna load that right side up too. I guarantee you they'll load it up. Oh, they Packers like to take advantage that. of yeah. They're also gonna load up on Jackson, but Jackson has some help with Ragnall and Decker. You know, Jackson's a rookie, he's been up and down this year, but mainly up though. Yeah, that is true. Um do you wanna get in our predictions? Yeah, let's do some predictions. Cue the Fox music and let me read off the record. So you guys actually both took a game on me last week. So not only the Lions stayed alive in the playoff picture, you guys stayed alive in our predictions. Yep. You guys both took a game on me. I took the Bears to win. You guys both took Detroit. And the audience took the Lions to win as well. So everybody took a game on me. The records are currently standing at... I am at 7-5. and five. Pierre improves to 4-8. and eight. Malcolm's officially 500 at 6-6. Six six. Listeners are at 5-7. and seven. All right. 
So we got Lions Packers. I'm going to start off with myself this week because I was the only loser and I was this week's oopsie doopsie. Um, <laughs> all right. My prediction for this game, I'm taking the Packers to win just because I don't think there's a very favorable matchup for the Lions in this. I'd be very shocked. I'd be very impressed with Daryl Bevel if he pulls this off. Um, but I'm taking the Green Bay Packers to win this game. I'll say 35-26 Green Bay. Okay. And my bold prediction is... My bold prediction is Aaron Rodgers will have less than 250 passing yards. Okay, that's pretty damn bold against this Lions secondary. And I, I said they just won 35 points, so that's, I mean, how are they going to get those points? So, yeah. Well, that's going to be what all over, all on the ground, I guess. It's all yeah. on the ground. Oh, I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers has less than 250 passing yards in this game. Okay. All right. Uh, Malcolm, what do you got this week? Man, um, this is actually kind of easy. Um, this defense has been bad all year. It's, it's, it's tough. I mean, it's, it's really hard to pick the lines in this case. But. <laughs> don't tell me. <laughs> but, man, I'm going to say this. The way the the way they're rallying around Bevel, it feels like a different type of energy in that locker room. Okay. The, the, there was a staff. There was a Lions. One of the Lions assistants said, now that Patricia's gone, they feel like they can run the table. And when they said that, and if they believe in that, they got me until I see otherwise. And I'm going to say the Detroit Lions shocked the world on national TV. And they, they beat they beat the Packers. I'm going to say they beat the Packers. I'm going to say it's going to be a it's going to be one of those high scoring games. I'm going to say 35-27 Lions. And okay. my bold prediction, my bold prediction is that we get a total of five sacks this game. That's damn bold. That's pretty damn bold. Okay. Um. So, Malcolm, if we're you're one game behind me right now, so if you predict this right, let's tie this baby up. If the Lions win this, let's tie this baby up. Tied, man. I mean, we're going to an interesting stretch, but I could get, I can, I can potentially get a two point game on you right now. So, saying that. <laughs> All right, Pierre, who do you got this game? Um. Look, I'm gonna be honest here. What Malcolm said, the Lions' defense has been bad. The Packers' defense has been. High flying, but the Lions defense still sucks. So I'm gonna go with the uh, Packers, 38 to 31. And my bold prediction is we'll, they'll hold Devontae Adams to under 100 yards. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, that's, going, that's that's pretty bold. Scoring 38 points without Devontae Adams is 100 yards. I mean, yeah, that's bold. What do you expect? Like a Devontae Adams to get a bunch of, like uh, those one yard touchdowns? He's gotten a bunch of them this year. I don't know. It's a bold prediction. Yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> So you're like, reality, I don't know. This is gonna happen. God damn it! So in reality, Pierre saying that's not happening. <laughs> that's that's what bold means, guys. Like yeah, it's not yes, gonna happen. Pierre, we've mentioned this every week. I'm not arguing with this. Okay, hey, just. <laughs> um, our, for our listeners that want to vote, we go on the Pride Podcast Instagram and Twitter page and just click on who you want to vote. It's, we go by the popular vote. You guys have chosen the lines every week, so I don't even know why I ask you guys at this point anymore because I know you guys are going to choose the lines regardless. So. I think they'll choose the Packers this week. I think they'll choose the Packers this week. I really do. Really? Let me, let me, let me, say, let me say this. Um, I put the that I put the poll on Twitter and I put it on Instagram last week. Twitter went the other way, and it's going. They, had, they had the Bears. Oh, Twitter went the Bears, but Instagram went with the Lions. 
When I tallied it up, when I tallied it up, it was still majority yeah. of the lines. Okay. Because yeah. okay. we have more Instagram followers than Twitter, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, if you guys want to cast your vote, I mean, I guess every vote matters because on one platform it was bears and one platform it was lions. So it came down to very close battle. So, yeah, was, your, vote, your vote matters. Your vote really yeah. matters. So go on those social media platforms. First of all, follow those and then click on who you want to vote for. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, that's a wrap to this episode of the Lions vs. Packers preview. We will be back on Sunday recording and dropping the episode on Monday of our thoughts and reactions to the game. And then we'll have our voicemail Monday that will be dropped on Wednesday. So stay tuned for that. But on that note, we're out. Leave a five-star review on iTunes and, and Apple Podcasts. And have a great day, guys. Peace. All right, guys. Hope you're all staying safe during this time. I'm out. Peace. And I'm out. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.